Welcome to the Wrestling's Fake Right Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Brown. Each week, I put my ideas over in a short podcast about what was impactful to me on WWE TV. This show is designed to come from within the WWE Universe and is intended to speculate on the potential twists and swerves of those superstars. Now, ring the bell. This week's top headline is hands down the return of Daniel Bryan to in-ring action. I was one of the doubters that predicted he would never wrestle again for WWE. Uh, To quote the GOAT, if you believe in your dream, then you can make your dreams a reality. His return to in-ring action is not only great for him personally, but great for business overall. This is just one certification that WWE proves to be at the forefront of the concussion protocol, prevention, and treatment. Um, More than what can be said for those real sports out there. And not only that, this is a storyline that culminates two years in the making. You have his retirement in, in you know February of 2016, but even prior to that, he had still had had injuries, and you know we're going all the way back to WrestleMania 31, where he gets that Intercontinental Championship, and you know the B plus player has to give up that title later on um, after he had just won that in front of the Santa Clara crowd. Uh, but this is two years in the making, a culmination of all the Total Divas episodes, the Total Bellas episodes. And, you know, this is really, truly, I think, from fan support and, like he said, you know, from his wife and family, um, you know, who we know as as Brie Bella. All of the celebrating and tears of joy were painfully replaced later in the night on SmackDown as Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn beat down the Yes Man. Those two are absolutely disgraceful and have no class. For the second week in a row, this duo has beaten down members of SmackDown management team. They deserve to get fired by Daniel Bryan. Moving on, Brock Lesnar got his shots in on the big dog, Roman Reigns, as he was handcuffed and then beaten up, taken an F5, and had to leave on a stretcher. Business is really picking up ahead of their WrestleMania match. The last big impactful storyline of the week to me on WWE TV is John Cena. John Cena is calling out The Undertaker again, and he's not doing it in typical John Cena fashion. He's doing it kind of like a dick. He's insulting The Undertaker. He's saying things that about his wife and his family and his, his gall and gusto. And then Kane comes out and delivers the rightful chokeslam. Where do we go from here? I think the answer is really going to be solved if Kane can deliver a message through the microphone or If we see, like the rumors are true, the American badass come out at WrestleMania. I don't want to see The Undertaker before WrestleMania. I just want him to have that pop right at WrestleMania. Come out there, down the ramp, on the motorcycle, Kid Rock playing his theme song. We get that 2002-2003 Undertaker that nobody remembers and have him Beat John Cena 1-2-3 in the middle of the ring. Those were the top stories 
on the Red and Blue brands this week. Now, it's time to get myself over. Thanks for listening to this podcast. My name is Gary Brown. I'm a mortgage broker and real estate investor in Southeastern PA. My goal here is to have fun with my WWE fandom, which is the most watched TV program in my household, even if it's against my wife's wishes. Wrestling's Fake Right is a creative way for me to connect with other wrestling fans of the product and a tongue-in-cheek shot at the stereotype of non-wrestling fans. Throw me a review and subscribe as I aim to give you your five minutes of wrestling.